Welcome back to New Rockstars. This is The Big Question, the show that gives you too much information about super soldier puppets used by population-controlling governments and whether or not Cyclops knows his eyes are mirrors to his soul or another dimension. Yes, mm. that's right. He's got eyes. He's got hungry eyes. And they shoot out lasers. <laughs> and it was a problem for him in high school, and it was a problem for him in adulthood, and he never got over hey, it. And that's what therapy, it. that's why you go to therapy. You do the work. You stop shooting lasers at the people you love. Anyway, I'm Tommy Bechtold, and I'm here. How therapy going to shoot? <laughs> It'll help. I'm here with my moon and stars, my queen, my Khaleesi, my everything. <gasps> Jessica Clemens. Hello, Jessica. Oh. My gosh! I only want you to introduce me as that every every time now. You can Absolutely. never introduce me as anything else. The stars. We're never going back. I That's can't. All we get, I the can't. Stars. I'm excited for this. <laughs> yes, here we go. We're re we're reversing roles. Last time uh, you asked the question and I did the gabbin. This time I'm going <laughs> to ask you the question. And of course, of course, of course, we're talking Falcon and Winter Soldier. In The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we're seeing how the government attempts to use the symbol of Captain America as a form of pro-America propaganda by installing U.S. agent John Walker as the new Cap. Here, in the real world, the government has a history of using propaganda to build up support amongst its citizens, especially when it comes to engaging in overseas conflict. I'm looking at you, Dr. Seuss. <laughs> Don't cancel them, though. Okay. I'm looking at you, redfish, bluefish. I'm looking at you, Sam I am. One fish, two fish, redfish, bluefish, but most especially whitefish. <laughs> Is the MCU government using U.S. agents as a form of propaganda? Are we all buying war bonds without knowing it? All of this leads to my question for you, Jessica. Mm -hmm. How is U.S. agent John Walker similar to real propaganda the U.S. government has used in the past? Honestly, this hot topic of a discussion is no better of a question for both of us to be answering. Yes. Let me first start with what propaganda is. Propaganda is the information, especially of a biased, misleading nature that is used to promote or publicize a particular political cause or point of view. Mm. Sit on that and recognize how a lot of this is familiar <laughs> that we yes. see this all Wait the time. Second. Wait a minute. I watched a animals commercial yesterday that told me to yeah. fight for them and i was radicalized by nintendo we can ruin animals but we cannot ruin nintendo do not ruin nintendo for okay, me okay sorry <laughs> i was radicalized by gogurt oh that's fine i don't like gogurt no. i have i'm lactose intolerant i can't even eat these yeah. things but i eat them still gogurt to this is day. garbage oh, it yes. is it's not good okay i'm sorry okay okay we need to get back in back on track <laughs> again here we come again with our bullshit <laughs> back on our bullshit we just talked about what the definition of propaganda is <laughs> so irritated yes. with you okay so we want to look at how the united states has used characters as propaganda in the past so we can see how it comes into play in the falcon and winter soldier series let's start with one of the most iconic figures that stands as a symbol for the u.s government that is uncle Jesse, psych. I'm joking. It's Uncle Sam. Um, could you imagine if it was Uncle Jesse? Forever, <laughs> forever. And I'm like, you'll be a patriot forever. I'm literally oh, standing up, just like walking out the door. My mom's like, Jessica, get back. Um, no, Uncle <laughs> Sam. <laughs> Uncle Sam. Um, and who, I, which I figured out today, is it actually a combination of two characters: Yankee Doodle, a term Ooh. from the British Army used for colonial soldiers, and Brother Jonathan, an American folklore hero who represented New England. 
Those two. Oh, New England. They suck. Just kidding, guys. <laughs> is this about football? <laughs> is this about yeah. football, Tommy? Someone, yeah. was like, yeah. someone was like, Jessica, you should wear a Tom Brady jersey next time you do anything with oh, Tommy. Don't do that to and me. I was, don't do that to me. I thought it would make you like mad funny, but if it makes you sad funny, I don't want. No, that. <laughs> no, no, no! It'll 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 make me mad funny. I oh promise. my god! Then I, I won't. I promise. I, I don't like right. them either. You guys, I know football. I promise. So, the character Uncle Sam first came to prominence during War of eighteen twelve. New York businessman Sam Wilson the same name of the Falcon, I don't know if you knew that, provided rations for soldiers on the front line. The soldiers fighting in the war would see U.S. stamped on the barrels of food, even though the U.S. meant that the rations were for the U.S. government property. The soldiers would say the food came from Uncle Sam Wilson. Ah, which is really I funny. I, all I imagine is if it said, like, it's just like Falcon's face on the food, and they're like, yeah, hmm, wait a minute. Also, I just like the idea of a 1812 businessman. Like, what kind of, like, was he, like, putting on his business suit and, like, all right, honey, I got to slick back my hair, head down to Wall Street, and then he gets in his little horse and buggy and rides down to his office? Oh, my God, tell me how, for some reason, when I think of 1812 businessman, I think of, like, the stock market crash, like, clip art of, like, a man with a barrel (laughs) and suspenders. And he's like, honey, I'm going to work. I don't know why, but, like, that's... All I think he makes money, but for some yes. reason he's still living in this barrel. Uh, <laughs> that's all Absolutely. I think about. The Uncle Sam character had his look fully cemented with World War One recruitment poster. We all know and love, created by J. M. Flagg in 1917. The "We Want You" that poster that has been recreated oh, yes. and is on video games and on posters and mm. everywhere. You know, you know the poster. The image of Uncle Sam has been used heavily for military recruitment in World War One and World War Two, and his personification of the American spirit is a symbol that promotes national pride and is recognized around the world. It's important to remember that Uncle Sam is a representation of the American government, not as people, which make him a unique figure. Well, I wonder what they're going to use him for for World War Three. <laughs> they're like, oh, f- Dude, we already used him like twice, and I don't know if people even like him anymore. We'll make a cryptocurrency for him. Sam coin. Oh, no, 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 no. That's a scam. I download the Robinhood app immediately to see how much money I'd make. I don't <laughs> use Robinhood, you guys. Google. Okay, Google. Google, show me this guy's balls, please. <laughs> okay, Google. How do I make how cryptocurrency? I... Yeah, how do I make <laughs> cryptocurrency? I feel like, name something that's like, sounds illegal, but isn't illegal. I feel like it's this. I don't, I don't trust it. I don't trust it, you guys. Yes. But this will be the World War Three version of it. Or it'll be like Tesla or something. He'll be like the face yes. of Tesla. Oh, God, his cars. <laughs> Uncle Sam's cars sound awful. Um, oh, other, yeah. Ugh, no, thank you. Beep, beep. Seatbelts, everyone! Cruising on that main street. You're relaxed and feeling good. Other countries have their own characters that are personifications of their government or citizens. The French Republic has Marianne since the French Revolution. She's been the personification of the French Republic. She has been depicted on currency, the official government logo, monuments through the country, postage stamps. She's the official emblem of the 2024 Summer Olympics in Paris. This bitch is already prepared to be on something and it hasn't even started yet. She is an icon. Oh, there's another one. Okay, so John Bull is the personification of England and is usually a stout gentleman with a waistcoat and tails, a top hat, a cane, and a fetching (laughs) vest. Big Winston Churchill energy over here. This is the man I'm going to marry. 
This is the man more I like John love. Bay. Ooh, oh ooh, more like John Bull Bang Me. Uh, <laughs> yes. Just, yeah. John Balls. John Balls. Just, just cut. Just jump to John Balls. <laughs> John <laughs> Balls. I hate yes. you so much. That's not even a good name. It's not. It's a terrible joke. That's a porn star's name. What's your name? Yeah. John Balls. John Balls. Very subtle. Like, is there anything about... Nah, they're normal. I just like to name myself. Yeah, ironically, ironically, huge shaft. Small balls, but just <laughs> Small in the balls. But he also comes in with a waistcoat and tails, a top hat, a cane, <laughs> and a fetching vest. Oh, my <laughs> Good God. Good day, I'm John Balls. Also, reading this out loud, I was like, this is the one Tommy's going to fall in love with. This is the one that Tommy's <laughs> going to be like, ooh, I'm yeah. here for this guy. <laughs> Yes, oh. a stout. Well, you had me at stout gentleman. I'll tell you that. I hate you. <laughs> so the British also have, and I, excuse me if I'm pronouncing this wrong, Britannia, 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 uh, the female personification of Britain. That's what I, Britain, yeah. Britain, Britannia. Yeah, okay. The female personification of Britain. She is traditionally a female warrior with a trident and a dang shield. The first uses of wow. Britannia date back to Greek and Roman times where she appeared in art historical documents and on coins. She would kick my ass. Brianna Tarth who? Because uh, Britannia. I just need to set, I need to set a quick reminder. All right, calendar. Bring me back to this webpage around nine o'clock tonight. Yeah! After I light Tommy All Thomas right. <laughs> Thomas, I swear to God, John, we, we're stopping here. I'm not going to give you guys the rest because Tommy's going to try having sex with every every iconic Listen, character. Mary Kill, Uncle Sam, John Balls, and Britannia. And let me tell you what the, you the answer John is Balls. Britannia. <laughs> Yeah, pretending for all three. I was like, I'm gonna marry John Balls because then my name will be Jessica Balls. Kill Uncle Sam. Yeah. Kill Uncle yeah, Sam. I marry, I, John, I marry Balls. John Balls. I hate you so oh, much. Shit. We're not even uh, past the first one. Okay, let me finish. We're fine. Let me finish. We're good. Let me finish. We're fine. We are we're fine. We are fine. Uh, okay. And <laughs> Virginia. Russian. Okay, so and the Russians have Mother Russia, derived mm. from the Slavic goddess. And I'm so sorry, you guys. I'm going to butcher this, and I'm going to try. Mokosh? 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 I'll say Mok... Oh, my God. I'm just going to say Mokosh. I'm so sorry. Um, Mother Russia is another female warrior that was a symbol for the Russian people during many revolutions and civil wars. She is also depicted heavily in printed me- in printed media with Marianne and Britain- Britain- Britannia. Oh my gosh, wow. a mouthful during the World War One, as three countries were allies during the war. Ooh. Wow. <gasps> Don't look at the image. Yeah. Don't look at the image. Don't look at the image. Don't oh, those arms. Stop it. Don't look at goal. Tommy. Hashtag arm goals. <laughs> you guys are looking into something we shouldn't even be watching. <laughs> Tommy look at V. That. Wow. Ooh, honey. Look at those. And I didn't toes. know the big question was just gonna be me getting turned on by statues today, but here we uh, are. I can't take Tommy <laughs> to a museum, you guys. This is why you can't take Thomas no. to a museum. Study abroad, you can't. He can't go. He can't do it. They are cool as Never. hell, though. Never. <laughs> They're like, are Very you okay, nice. Tom? You're sweating, looking at a bust. Oh my! No kidding. I need a cigarette after this. 
Take him yeah, away from sure. this computer. I can't even finish this. And Falcon Winter Soldier, the U.S. government could see the symbol of Captain America as more important than actual person who wears the suit. And that's probably why they don't care that it's a nobody named John Walker in the series. This John Walker is the like perfect example for all of this propaganda. Um, and I, this is what makes me really excited for Falcon and Winter Soldier because we're getting into a part where, which I think Voss already mentioned, how... Mm. We don't, no one's really, like, bad. Like, there's no bad characters or, like, evil characters. It's people that are, like, they make sense. They're, like, Killmonger, like, Mm -hmm. Thanos. It's, like, I get your plan. It makes sense. It's justified. But you're doing it in a horrible way. (laughs) Right, right, right. At the cost of other human lives. Yes. And that's why, and I think this is going to be so fun to get into, like, now we're getting into, like, American propaganda. And I'm, like, you guys, there's a lot of it. All right, let's pile it on. Let's get out of here. That's a lot of propaganda. Oh, okay. Oh, so go back. There's another. Okay, so left out the most iconic one. The number one that Tommy's going to love more than any of them for pro-war propaganda was Rosie the Riveter. Our girl. Our strong girl. We can do it. We can? Oh, my God. We can and we shall. Look at her. Look at her. Stop it. I'm not even going to click on the image. You're going to make me Meow. Treat yourself. Okay, I'm gonna treat myself. Treat yourself. I'm gonna treat myself to this image. Yep, it's the We Can Do It poster, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Meow. Um, (laughs) We're doing exactly the opposite of what she was meant to do. No, I'm gonna sexualize her. It's her work ethic that turns me on. That's true. Sorry, 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 sorry. That's my fault. I was assuming wrong. You are a good man, (laughs) Tommy. You sexualize (laughs) the work ethic. Isn't that, was, isn't that what isn't that what uh being yeah. a woke male feminist is sexualizing I, work ethic right i think you're completely wrong but yes. go on no, I, <laughs> i'm not gonna I fix agree. it but yeah you're probably you're a horrible man oh god the, the comments on this one are gonna be electric they're gonna oh my god they're gonna be like, the last one was fun this one tommy's just a monster <laughs> he's just really problematic we learned hey you know Very sometimes it happens um, yeah. Never meet your heroes, guys. I learned an important lesson. You can't count on anyone. Rosie was created during World War II to represent the women who worked in the factories and shipyards as part of the war effort, as we know. Mm. Women had to transition into new jobs to fill in for the men who joined the military. The term Rosie the Riveter came from a 1942 song of the same name written by Red Evans and John Jacob Loeb. That yes, that's a really banger. Cool. Go. Get it on your Spotify. <laughs> Do you listen to that song? That's in your top. That's it. That was on that's, your Spotify. That's all, like, I, that's all I listen to when <laughs> I work 20. out. Top Yeah. <laughs> that might exactly. be a good song to work out to. I'd be into that. I'm going to listen to it right after this. And if it's not good, I'm going to blame you for it. She's making history, working for victory. Rosie the Riveter. The identity of the real Rosie the Riveter on whom the song is based is debated to be one of three women, all with the same version of the name Rosie. I.E. Rosie. Not E.Y. Rosie or Rose. Only the I.E. Rosies are the good ones. The E.Y.s are evil, I think. I've never met a Rosie with an E.Y. But if you are one, I'm not going to, like, fight you. But maybe. Who knows? Contact us on social media. Tell us about yourself. (laughs) Yeah, do an interview to see if I'll kick your ass. Jesse. 
don't do it. Norman Rockwell painted a picture of Rosie the Riveter for the cover of the Saturday Evening Post in 1943 that became wildly popular. This image was not used much after the war due to the Rockwell estate's iron grip on the copyright. The Rockwell, we're not even gonna get into the Rockwells. We're not even yeah, gonna get into the Rockwells. No. Talk about propaganda. Talk about yes. bad art. Bad, bad art. Oh my Some God. Troubling Don't. images out of that, out of that estate. Troubling images indeed. You heard it here first, folks. I hate the Rockwells. Did it work? Rosie's effect on women joining the workforce was real. She inspired a social movement that increased the number of women working by 57%. That is insane. Okay, so they went to 57%. And a change yeah. in public perception about what types of jobs women could do, which is so cool. You know, that's great. Yeah. Get women in there, give them jobs. Yeah. And then, of course, we turn that shit upside down. <laughs> we turn that ship. We take it. We turn into the Titanic. It hits the freaking iceberg. And then the iceberg says, well, what happens when men come back from the war? They should have their jobs. And I, exactly that's what happens. I, I hate to sound unpatriotic, but I think America's uh, official slogan for the country should just be mm -hmm. psych. Psych. It should be. It should be. It should be psych. <laughs> Whenever we oh need people to do stuff, we're like, guys, pull yourselves up by your bootstraps. We can all do We're in this together. But then the second it becomes inconvenient for the people in power, they're like, psych, put those bootstraps right back down and go hide in your house. Sorry, mother. If they could have, like, literally, instead of, like, on the money, on the dollar bill underneath, it just says, my B. Because yeah. they just, they're like, uh, whatever. It's whatever happens, you know? It yes. just says shit happens. And I'm like, what do you mean shit happens? <laughs> I lost my job. And so, literally, these women went into work, were super happy, was like, I have jobs. We can live without men. And then when the men came back, they got kicked out of their jobs. The government even rolled out new propaganda urging women to go back to working at home and to return to normalcy. Okay. literally and you know you can already ima imagine i'm not even gonna post a photo imagine what that propaganda it's gonna be like a woman in front of an oven and it's like don't you miss it <laughs> you were warm yeah. here and it's like i was warm this is, here <laughs> this is rosie <laughs> the relaxer this is rosie the relaxer <laughs> we can rest <laughs> she's just like with a newspaper and like a tea and i'm like what are you guys uh, doing psych <laughs> psych like, they are just a bunch of frat boys. They straight up did that to us. I say do that to us. I wasn't there, but I am a woman, you guys. Yes. I go by the she, that's, her pronouns. But the government couldn't put the genie back in that damn bottle. Rosie would go to become an icon of American feminism and women's economic advantage. The most famous image of Rosie the Riveter came from the poster made by J. Howard Miller in 1942. The famous We Can Do It poster. Tommy's favorite poster in the world. He loves it. More than his Scarface poster that sits above his bed every night. I took my Scarface poster down. I put my Rosie the Riveter poster up. I took pictures of my family down. I put my pictures of Marianne and uh, Mother Russia. It's just uh, all, it's all, it's I'm so all proud. Uh, propaganda pictures for me you up in my room now. are a true feminist, and I love you for that. I love that. Uh, that's like the changing of a boy to a man is taking down the Scarface poster and putting the Rosie the Riveter <laughs> one up. It's yes. just like... My son, he knows. Today I became a man. <laughs> mm -hmm. He takes down his, like, Quentin Tarantino, all the posters for Quentin Tarantino movies, and then just puts up, like, right. Zoe Saldana, like, Beyonce. Right. I'm like, I'm proud of yes. you. 
Good job. Yes. It was just a morale-boosting poster created by the Westinghouse Electric Corporation um, and was shown to employees for a two-week period in 1943 and then lost to history. It wasn't until the poster was rediscovered in the 1980s that it became repurposed as a feminism icon and mistakenly labeled as Rosie the Riveter. <laughs> But that's interesting. That's a fun fact. And by the way, Canada had their own Rosie and Ronnie the Bren Gun Girl. Click on it. Click on it. Yes. (laughs) Ronnie the Bren Gun Girl rolls off the tongue just like Rosie the Riveter. Um, I love her. She's iconic. Ronnie the Bren Gun Girl. Wait a second. (laughs) Wait a second. Rosie is a great example also of how the government can use propaganda for its intended effect, but the people can ultimately repurpose that icon and have it take on a whole new meaning. So basically 110% what John Walker is going to be doing in Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's clearly like this is the people's Captain America versus Captain America who became like, it wasn't that Captain America became like a bad guy. It was just that he was like Mm. questioning society and like the systemic problems that were hitting America. Whereas John Walker is like, no, there is no problem. A lot of the propaganda symbols we've mentioned were important during World War II when there was a massive effort by the government to create propaganda. In 1942, as the U.S. involvement in WW2 was getting into full swing, the government created the Office of War Information, also known as OWI, uh, that oversaw the government's propaganda by recruiting artists, filmmakers, storytellers, and intellectuals, a.k.a. Tommy Bechtold, as part of a huge effort to ensure that the American people supported the war effort. <laughs> Tommy's yeah. in there. Tommy's in there typing kill. <laughs> Tommy's going crazy in that room uh, with the Rose of the River poster Bechtel, in the back. It's a lot of crude drawings of you with giant tanks for arms. Uh, I don't think uh, we can use those. Mr. Bechtold, why did you draw boobs on this tank? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the Statue of Liberty is supposed to be uh, drawn in that position, Mr. Bechtold. That was <laughs> very inappropriate. You're like, this is fun. <laughs> Murder! <laughs> They're like, damn, he has a way with words. He just sways just- us. <laughs> He gets right to it. <laughs> oh, he just gets straight to it. You know what? I love that guy. I'll vote for that guy. Going back to our last big question. I'll vote for that guy. Oh, he should God. run the free world. Um, the OWI yes. created newsreels, posters, pamphlets, radio shows, and films. They also utilized media that already existed to help spread the pro-war message, including comic book characters like Superman and Captain America, owner of America's Ooh, ass. That is America's ass. Hell yeah, they, they straight are. Mm-hmm. We talking cakes? <laughs> we talking cakes? It's a full bakery. Ooh! <laughs> I'm shook. I can't finish the rest of this episode. <laughs> it's a full bakery of ass. That's right. <laughs> Don't mind if I ass, do. Folks. Don't Sponsored mind if by I the do. good old US of A. <laughs> they got, that's how they're going to get me. I'm going to be like, oh, I was lured by the ass factory. <laughs> United States of ass. God, they got me. They got me. They knew I love ass so much. So <laughs> Joe Simon conceived of... <laughs> Stop. Joe Simon conceived Captain America in the 1940s. Um, and the first issue of Cap punching Hitler on the cover hit shelves in December of 1940, a year before Pearl Harbor. Once America entered World War II, propaganda posters featuring Captain America were used to inspire the public into supporting the troops, planning victory gardens, buying war bonds. You know, things Captain America does all the time. Um, Troops fighting overseas were sent Captain America comic books in order to boost morale. The Americans always won in the comics. 
Oh, that's nice. Hey, boys, go risk your yeah, lives. Yeah, here's, exactly. a fun co- here's a fun I'm comic. I'm literally like, I'm so hungry. And they're like, you right. want this comic? It's also not the full issue. You only get the first 10 pages. Right. But you got to <laughs> subscribe. Come back, you if, can you send, buy it. if you yeah. send, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can subscribe. You can take some money out of your own pay and then buy the rest of these comic books. Yeah, you can open another chapter. <laughs> I that's why I was like, that's absolutely how it went. The real history was recreated in the MCU with Captain America starting out as propaganda machine before he could take on Red Skull and Hydra. The government had him sing- singing and dancing to bring in the cash. You remember when he was the America's little monkey for a minute uh, <laughs> in that in that tattered outfit. Uh, The propaganda machine can swing both ways. And just as much as the U.S. dished it out, propaganda was often used against American troops fighting overseas. During Mm. World War II, the Korean War and the Vietnam War, radio broadcasts from English-speaking broadcasters targeted American troops with the goal of diminishing morale and making U.S. question their reasons for fighting. Mm. Wow. They really held up a mirror to us. Wow. We truly and we kept, we stayed. The broadcast would feature made up stories about American soldiers refusing to fight or surrendering on the battlefield because they didn't believe in the war. Sometimes the broadcast revealed the names of the soldiers in their movements or locations yeah. in an effort to scare the listeners. That's what that's great. How'd they get that information? Yeah, no, kidding. wait a minute. Who gave the ripped from the headlines? That's terrifying. <laughs> That's also to re- get a newspaper in a different country that you're like the headline for. I'd be like, Yeah. Huh. Wait a minute. There's an there must be another Jessica Clemens here because right. I I didn't do anything. I've been Long literally person. at the base. I've been right. reading this comic book for the last three days. This right. isn't about me. This I've been crying into me. the pages of this very optimistic comic book. I've been eating this comic book. That's I'm so hungry. It's uh, I feed them. They don't need just oats. They're not horses. No. They're people. No. Okay. <laughs> no? Okay, I'm sorry, Tommy. Um, some of the more famous propaganda radio personalities over the years were Axis Sally, Lord Ha Ha. <laughs> An aristocrat. I want that name. But also, uh, if I think of the name Lord, Lord Ha Ha. I'm Lord Ha Ha. What, what do you, why would he be fancy? He wouldn't be fancy. His name's Lord Ha Ha. His name is literally a punchline. And this is my wife, Lady Hee Hee. <laughs> I didn't even mean to laugh like that. <laughs> that was and here's our boy, Ha Ha. And my father, <laughs> Lord Ho Ho. Lord Ho Ho. <laughs> They're like, damn, this seems too weird. I don't like this shit. Um, Hanoi <laughs> Hannah and Tokyo Rose. These names were well known among the soldiers who would often hear the radio broadcast. This is like, uh, uh good morning, Vietnam. Why didn't they put his name on here? He should be on this oh, list. Yeah. Robin um, Williams. and Famous also Robin Hannah. Williams. Bet you didn't know. Um, bringing this back to Falcon and Winter Soldier, there's a reason the government is sending out U.S. agent John Walker as Captain America instead of Sam or Bucky. Sure, there are issues making Sam or Bucky as the new Cap. They both have recent criminal history. Institutional racism is still persistent in the government. Well, let, me, let me, we'll get into this. The possibility that yeah. Bucky is still programmed to be literally a Soviet killing machine. Fair point. I thought about that when they first were like, yeah, let's make Bucky the Winter Soldier. I was like, or let's make him, like, the new Captain America. And I was like, I would love that. But, like, if you splurred out, like, seven random things of code and they're all yeah. correct, he will He's turn back. into a war machine. He, like, he will be back, yeah. I, I don't want to shame him. But, like, no. he's a sleeper agent. Like, he literally That's will kill right. everybody. 
Um, go ahead and make Anthony Mackie, but again, institutional racism is a real thing, and I don't know how happy they would be. Um, could they be trying to win the U.S. population's favor during a larger conflict? They definitely, in the series, are definitely going to just be like, the people aren't that, they, they don't, they can be easily entertained. Like, let's just bring right. out fireworks and a blonde man and Kurt right. Russell's son, who is fine yes. as hell. And Jessica Clemens will be like, I'm voting for him. <laughs> he brought fireworks I, and he patriotic. has a nice butt. Yes. His butt's going to be thicker than Captain America's. And that's what I'm like, Ooh, God damn. It's a baking factory. It's not just a bakery. It's, it's, a, it's a warehouse. I just want to need those buns. I just want to <laughs> need them buns like a cat. <laughs> I just get my claws in them. Oh, <laughs> this boy. is such a gross podcast. I want to get. I want to dig like my it. claws in them. <laughs> oh God! I'm an Cap, animal. Be careful. Okay. I don't know why I imagine this is me coming at him. Are, but you, it are is. you like keyboard cat? I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be sexy, but it's not coming off that way. <laughs> oh, it is. It's reading sexy to me. But I have you said I was mind, the keyboard but... cat, the one that's going burp, 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 burp. That's not sexy. Uh, the keyboard cat is to me the height of sexuality. <laughs> it's the, so you okay? So you're like romantically interested in Garfield. <laughs> shirt on <laughs> I'm like I don't know why I'm offended but I'm not the damn cat playing the keyboard no, no I'm the sexy cat that goes tss, 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 tss. yeah you're the okay. sexy cat that doesn't play I'm the keyboard <laughs> I scat that's better than playing the keyboard Absolutely. what's more sexy than scatting okay and are they trying to push people to doing the equivalent of buying war bonds probably <laughs> well, MCU does probably. not stray from war bonds for sure we'll find out more about exactly why the government needs Captain America uh, they can fully puppeteer but for now we can be sure that it's because they want to get the support of the American people behind whatever military effort they're going to pull next and oh my gosh that's the end of my little thing that's the Ooh. end of ours. We didn't even get to That's get into it. the weird prop, the weird, my propaganda. Oh, you have personal propaganda. Yes, please. I probably oh. do. That's weird. I'm, I'm always like, come to my Twitch. <laughs> I'll give you candy. Um, I don't do that. I wear wigs, though. So I think people are like, my propaganda's wigs. Oh, wigs no, are your propaganda. What would be my propaganda? Probably all the catfishing <laughs> accounts I have on dating apps. That would be my it's probably, definitely yeah. that well i mean is it working because is that make it not <laughs> propaganda if they're not working no so i don't I'm, think it's propaganda if it's lonely. not working <laughs> i'm extremely lonely just uh, jessica you tell uh, me if it's working yeah you take a look at my life and tell me if you think things are stop anything it is working here. stop it all Tommy. right we're gonna dive into our <laughs> bite-sized questions next but first a word from some of the folks that help us bring you big question. Saving money is at the top of everyone's resolution list. For me, it goes lose a little weight, reunite with my family, meet my birth father, take Jesus Christ into my heart a little more, and saving money is number five. So stop paying insane amounts of money every month for wireless, you idiots! As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile maximizes your savings with plans starting at just $15 a month. So for one cup of Starbucks coffee, 
you can get a mobile plan. And I'm talking the really, I'm talking the fancy, like the unicorn latte or whatever that thing was that came with whipped cream and sprinkles, those expensive ones. Because it's a little more, it's like two and a half cups. Anyway, here at New Rockstars, Philip switched to Mint Mobile and he loves it. I don't wouldn't know that because he won't return my calls. And when I text him, he says, <laughs> wrong number, please stop texting. He saves more than 20 bucks a month from his old plan, and he gets to use a 5G network, which he holds over my head as kind of a tech flex. You know, I'm on 4Gs. Some people, they only get 3Gs, but Philip, he's a 5G for g g g g g g gangster. All right. Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for as little as 15 bucks a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, so gab, gab, gab to your girlfriends, your boyfriends, and all your friends in between on that beautiful spectrum we call life, okay? High-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number and existing contacts. Wouldn't that be crazy if they were like, delete all your contacts? Mint Mobile is a fresh start for you. <laughs> You'll make new friends. You'll find new lovers with Mint Mobile. And let me tell you something, guys. You take a look in the mirror and you're not 100% satisfied with what you see. Mint Mobile has nothing to do with that. But when you go to your phone and you're not 100% satisfied, Mint Mobile has a seven-day money-back guarantee. You get a calendar week to decide Ooh. if this is the phone plan for you or they'll ship that money right back to you. So to get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash bigq. That's mintmobile.com slash bigq. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bigq. Mm. All right, folks. I want to talk to you now a little bit about Masterclass. Masterclass <gasps> lets you learn from the world's best minds anytime, anywhere, at your own pace. Learn how to DJ from Questlove. Improve your storytelling skills with Neil Gaiman or learn writing for television from Shonda Rhimes. I have a masterclass in how to sleep in on important days when you have things. It's called deflecting responsibility and self-sabotage with Tommy Bechtold. Well, you have a it's big called job depression. Well, they can't, they can't not give you the job because of your own merits if you don't get the job because you never showed up, guys, all right? That's a free little bit of my master class. Anyway, with over 100 classes from a range of world-class instructors, that thing you always wanted to do is closer than you think. Unless it's murder. There is no murder master class. Just watch Netflix like a psychopath. At New Rockstars, we've been digging some of the filmmaking master classes from directors like Spike Lee and David Lynch. I call him Davy Lynch, and he tells me not to do that. They even got an acting class from Jane Foster herself, Natalie Portman. She doesn't go into a ton of detail about how to act like the Aether is getting sucked out of you, but she does cover a lot of good material, and she has an Oscar. Now, again, if you want to hear more about things getting sucked out of you, go to my master class, because we talk about that for an hour and a half. Just different things that have been sucked out of me over the years. Stop it. Mm. Masterclass is accessible on your phone, web, or smart TV. Each class is broken out into individual video lessons, usually around 10 minutes long. Members can explore at their own pace, and each class is supported by downloadable materials like lessons and recipes. Oh, that's right. I didn't even mention you can take a cooking class from Gordon Ramsay or Wolfgang Puck, or just post a TikTok of yourself making scrambled eggs and Gordon Ramsay will roast you for free, all right? You can find all available classes at masterclass.com. I highly recommend you check it out. Get unlimited access to every masterclass and as a big question viewer, you get 15% off an annual membership. 
Go to masterclass.com slash big question. That's masterclass.com slash big question for 15% off masterclass. And now it's time for bite size question. Bite size question. Who has the more powerful laser beam? Iron Man's Unibeam, Cyclops Optic Blast, or Superman's Heat Vision, said Nugget Fiend on Twitter. Ooh, Nugget Fiend. Wow. Uh, none of these powers or abilities are laser beams by definition. Uh, but I understand the spirit of the question. So let's break these heroes down, shall we? Iron Man, starting with our boy, Tony Stark. The Unibeam is a particle weapon on Iron Man's chest and more powerful version of his hand repulsors. It's directly linked to the arc reactor and has been modified to fire highly concentrated repulsor blasts. The version of the Unibeam on the Mark 46 armor was able to disintegrate the Winter Soldier's titanium arm. Damn. However, Tony always has to make sure the Unibeam is used sparingly because it drains a lot of power. It's a briefly powerful but finite weapon, just like me. Briefly powerful, Aww. very oh, finite. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> I thought that was cute at first. Now I know what you mean, Aww. and it's gross. <laughs> no, no, no. I meant it the cute way. Cyclops. No, you didn't. <laughs> Let's talk Cyclops. I meant it cute. I meant it cute. Cyclops. Cyclops is able to generate concussive, force-based, red-colored beams from his eyes. The optic blasts are caused by portals in his eyes that connect to a different dimension that continually releases the red kinetic energy. What kind of dimension is that, by the way? And he's just, it's just all, it's just all red energy. Anyway, you go into it and it's just, ah, <laughs> ah burning, it burns. Uh, according to the comics, they don't generate any heat, even from friction. Though this is commonly forgotten as he's been shown to light birthday candles before, so I guess it's just whatever. Like most comic books, his powers are whatever they need to be to move the story along. In the X-Men film Age of Apocalypse, Cyclops does split Charles Xavier's favorite tree in half, and it can be seen burning and smoking, but this is wrong! Does that mean I'm having spells? His maximum output has been rated at 2 gigawatts, the equivalent output of a large-scale nuclear reactor. He's also blown the top off a mountain. So that's pretty powerful. Next, my pal Supes. Clark Kent, Superman, Kal-El, the last son of Krypton. Superman's heat vision is a superpower possessed by Kryptonians when exposed to the yellow sun. He has the ability to release massive amounts of solar energy stored within the body, through his eyes in focused beams of heat, presumably as infrared light. In the DCEU, Superman has an invisible form of his focused radiation that can quickly superheat any substance, like a microwave. Melt. <clears throat> it can also melt thick layers of ice and cauterize flesh. Hello. When he really lets loose those fiery orange invisible beams, Superman can cut through the toughest metals. Superman's eyes melt steel beams, you conspiracy f uh, anyway, Superman can cut through the toughest metal. And while he can't slice through fellow Kryptonian Zod with them, he can cause him intense burning pain. So that's kind of nice. We're not sure how hot Superman can make his heat vision because science is unable to accurately measure it because he's not a real person and you guys need to reassess your life priorities if you think this mm. science is real. Cut mm -hmm. that part out. I don't want to hurt people's feelings. Uh, in the comics, he's been able to burn up an entire planet and go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Darkseid's Omega Energy. So, that's pretty powerful. 
It's understandable that it's very, very powerful, but put him in a windowless room and deny him some yellow sun and he's got nothing. Just like me. Put me in a windowless room, deny me the sun, and I stop making music. Uh, if all three movie versions of these characters were to meet up, Cyclops might be able to take the cake here with the, the you know mountain blasting eyes. Yeah, that can uh, blow a mountain top off. <laughs> that's right. So, uh, you know what I always say? Get toxic in the comments and fight with each other about who this is, but I'm going with yeah. Cyclops. So. Do f- Mary yes. kill the Cyclops, Iron Man, <laughs> and Superman. I really with need to know eyes. these. But they're not with lasers. lasers. Yes. But they're not lasers. Yes. No, they're just hotter than lasers. a microwave. They're, they're portals to another dimension. Oh! He can right. take me to that dimension. Not Cyclops. Whoa. Not Cyclops. Yeah. But Henry Cavill, super. He is a doofus. That's why. That is it. Truly, when I when people are like he's attractive, I think of how much of like a goof he is, and I'm like, no, he's not. He's a little butthole. (laughs) Agree. Are we ready for a little box of scraps? Let's do it. It's time for box box of scraps. scraps. (laughs) Say it one more time. (laughs) Box of scraps. I love that. Oh, okay. 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 Tommy, I got a box of scraps question for you. With a box of scraps. What okay. big popular fandom do you feel like you've never been able to get into before you, before even though you've tried? Ooh. So, you know, I but uh, back when people were allowed to socialize in person, I cont- uh, contended. I attended a lot of uh Comic-Cons, different Comic-Cons all over mm-hmm. the country. Uh, giving my gift of nerd knowledge and comedy everywhere I went. But uh, there was one fandom that I just never could get involved in, uh, in no matter how hard I try. It's something very important to a lot of my friends. It's something they I'm love. Hit you. They reference. They dress up like a lot. They do improv shows based on... And the what answer is Doctor say? Who. It's oh. Doctor Who. I, I just don't get it. I tried to watch it. It didn't connect with me. I've, I've watched... At least one episode with every doctor except the woman one because I'll never accept her as a doctor because she's a girl. But God, I, I knew uh, it. You're so problematic. <laughs> I sensed it. No. The fans sensed it. K- kidding, kidding, <laughs> kidding. Of course. But I, uh, I, yeah, no, I just don't like Doctor Who. I'm sorry. I don't, it's not that I don't like it. I just don't, I just, it doesn't, it doesn't resonate with mm-hmm. me. I'm not into it. Uh, you can cancel me all you want for many things that are way worse than this opinion, but. I, the truth must be known. I am not a Doctor Who guy. What about you? I'm trying to think about it because I can get into like everything at a like a minimum. Because like Doctor mm-hmm. Who, I I haven't finished it, but I did watch like three of the Doctors and I liked it. I just didn't finish it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess like one that I don't get like. I'm looking around my room to see what's the opposite of what I don't like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I don't mm-hmm. go crazy. Oh. <laughs> I don't go crazy for Fast and the Furious. Oh, yeah. I don't like Fast and the Furious. Tried to watch it, yeah. didn't like it. Don't understand cars, only love Ludacris. Right. That's, well, that's he is the, the best part of those. He's the best he part of those He is the best part of those movies. I, I was like but, truly uh, yeah. trying to think of what's the opposite of what I watch. And I was like, I can't do any of the Fast and the Furious things. No. If you took me to a Fast and the Furious well, convention. Like, no, there, there's a Fast and the Furious convention? No, but I feel, just, uh, like, I might. Venice Beach? 
<laughs> and it's just where every bald man in Venice Beach meet up. <laughs> you just go, you just go to Venice Beach and yell "family," and yeah, they all for, run at you, and they go "ooh," and they <laughs> run in with their muscle cars. You hear them coming from like twenty yes. like minutes away. Oh my god, my, I would not want to be in my, the town during that. No, no, my my nephew refers to Vin Diesel as Dominic Toretto and nothing else. He won't even like acknowledge that Vin Diesel is in other movies. Yeah, like, that he just Groot. idolizes Dominic. You know, he doesn't, he's like, that's Dominic Toretto does the voice of Groot. But I uh, love that he says the full name too. <laughs> yes. he says the full name. Oh, yeah. oh, when that's he came so out cute. here to visit, we took him to Universal Studios and they have the Fast and the Furious part as the end of the movie tour. And he, I mean, Vin Diesel is um, not even there. It's just a video of him. And it was like, a, like I think my nephew was legitimately nervous to see his image. Like he was like, oh, maybe he'll somehow sense I'm here. But I uh, do. I don't. Yeah. I can't. Oh, oh, my God. I love that yeah, so much. That touches my boy. heart. Now I feel bad. I'm not making but fun those of movies the are overrated. They yeah. I love everyone in it. Don't get me wrong. It's just that I'm like, you can just you can go so fast in cars, you know, and it. Right. Gets me every time. Well, and it's like not really like it's like cars and science kind of, but it's not really. They defy logic and gravity. They're just you know. I think they are good for what they are, which is like two and a half hours of excitement or two hours yeah. of like you know explosions and chases. And if that's what you're in the mood for, God bless you. But if you're a man like me, a man of substance, a man of uh, of deep artistic need, then watch something with a little more depth to it. Okay, maybe what turn on say? a. Uh, a Kurosawa okay. film. Maybe go and see what, uh, watch some old westerns done by yeah. Italian men. I don't know. Tommy uh, wants you to put on Gotham and watch every season and every episode. Watch season one and two of Gotham and then look at my, my drawings of uh, Jim Gordon and, uh, and various ca- uh, characters in Embraces. It's just a hugging Jim Gordon series. Is Jim Gordon uh, your favorite it's... character? <laughs> I feel like you yes, would love, I love Jim. I, well, cause I, Yes, he's everything I love. He's a cop. And I love the police, and no, he has wait. a mustache. <laughs> I just think it's funny. I thought, okay, yeah. never mind. I guess no. I'm wrong. Egg on my. No, face. I'm just kidding. What do you mean? I like Jim Gordon. That was funny. I didn't. I didn't mean to not yes and that. I am. Uh, I. I like Jim Gordon. I do okay. actually like Jim Gordon. You know what I really like is the guy who plays him, Ben McKenzie. I'm a Ben In McKenzie. Gotham. Guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, there's a lot of people that play. Gary Oldman. You know, just the one guy who played it. Is it. It's not the same actor in all the movies. No, not even in this in the animated series. You're telling me it's not that guy too. No, I nope, thought they were all not. Ben McKenzie. No, God they're not. I'm all so right. sorry. Well, speaking of Fast and Furious, we're gonna fast and furiously move on from my faux pas, and that's it for this episode of Big Question. Oh my God, we learned so much. We had fun. Mm-hmm. We learned a little. We learned a lot. We said some things we meant. We said some things we didn't mean. But by all means, don't. Try and discern what was what. Don't look for subtlety. Don't look for nuance. Just react knee-jerk in the comments. Whatever you feel first is the right thing. If you're upset about it, don't search for any layers. Just come at me, all right? Thank you. Don't listen to Tommy, you guys. He's. It's funny. Tommy says that he is a white man and I am a black female. Do not do that. You know what? Come at us. Come at us with your first instinct. No, don't, don't, don't. I'm kidding. Of course. Please, please don't. I'm just like, please. Please please be nice to us. And, and if you're mean to Jessica, I will find you. I'm going to dox everyone that's mean to me. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I will personally put a virus on all of your computers that just say naughty boy because I'm sure you're all men when it comes Ooh. up. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. That's it for this episode of The Big Question. Thank you, Jessica, for joining me this episode. My God. I'd go to the end of the earth for you. Follow her <laughs> at Lulu Clemens. Follow me at Tommy Bechtold. Follow New Rock Stars. Send us your big questions using the hashtag big question subscribe to this podcast feed and give us a nice rating and review subscribe to new rock stars here on youtube hit that notification bell baby let us know what you think if it's nice if it's not take it and cram it in your pocket and save it for an eric voss video we love you very much goodbye jessica goodbye